Denji has had a rough life, and it gets even rougher when the Yakuza boss who owns him decides to kill him and his pet chainsaw devil, Pochita. However, Pochita saves Denji by becoming his new heart, allowing Denji to turn into the devil hybrid, Chainsaw Man. Now, Denji has joined the government's ranks of devil hunters and is determined to live his new life to the fullest. Is Chainsaw Man the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. Skylar, you know it's that day, it's the first day back at school, and they ask you what you did during your summer vacation. This is that. What'd you do during your hiatus? I um took deep breaths, and I was out in the streets breathing. That's a thing that you have to do. <laughs> That's all you were doing? You were out in these streets breathing? Breathing. Like, the entire time we were gone, you were like, I'm not going to read, I'm not going to watch any movies, I'm going to be out in these streets catching my fucking breath. <laughs> living breathing i did do those things but breathing took precedence i guess we were all taking our time to catch our breath um you know and reset ourselves from what uh our last season was and start looking at what the new season looks like i personally was uh playing a lot of video games watching a lot of movies doing a lot doing all that stuff you do but also enjoying uh a few weeks of not having to worry about uh recording or editing that was kind of nice I did fully lose myself into um, Pokemon Violet. <laughs> so, like, forego the breathing. It was literally work, Pokemon Violet, sometimes breathe, a little bit of sleep, Pokemon Violet, back to work. Wow. I can't believe you lied so much at the beginning of this. <laughs> and here we are exposing you. <laughs> well, regardless of what we did while we were gone, ultimately, I am so excited to be back. Same. I'm so excited. And let's talk about that. Hello and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs guide you through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. With you as always is me, your host, producer, and weeb of all trades, PJ. And with me as always is my lovely wife, co-host, and three-time AMV award winner, Skylar. Hello, it is I, AMV award winner Skylar. Such an honor to be here. Yes, always an honor to have you here with us, uh, Skylar especially as we look at what we're going to be watching today uh you know it's our first episode back so we wanted to kick it off with a bang or i guess rev it up as we're going to be watching chainsaw man Woo! and then you uh put in a chainsaw noise right here all right so, you know, this is our first episode back, so we're going to be uh, introducing you to a lot of new segments. Uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, you're going to be like, those, these are all new to me. And that's great. But for our longtime listeners, some of you might be like, huh, I wonder what they're going to do here. Uh, because you probably don't uh, follow, you don't uh, participate in our Discord, where we announce all of our changes ahead of time, which you could easily do. Uh, go ahead and join our Discord. All the links are in the show notes. That aside, uh, it is time time for us to talk about what did we think about this show uh before it ever came into our purview why don't we go into our anime vibe check 
Anyway, Vibe Check is kind of just talking about what our vibe of the show was before we started watching it. Kind of giving you a heads up of what the fan and community vibe is before you maybe recommend the show to someone else. Or at least know what they might think the vibe is. So I'd like to kick this off by talking essentially about what our personal uh, preconceived notions, first impressions, etc. of the show were. For me, basically, um, um, you got really excited because you saw a tweet announcing Chainsaw Man was being made into an anime. And you're like, do you know what that is? And I was like, nope, no idea. And you're like, it's a guy and his head is a chainsaw, hands, chainsaws. And I was like, okay. So my initial thought was like, oh, this is going to be like a goof, a gag. It's going to be like a bunch of like, you know, kind of like silly situations with a, a character that just happens to have like a chainsaw. Kind of like head. that. So there's that one weird anime that we watched like two episodes of on Roll that has like three minute episodes and it's like a cop that's on like on fire or something. <gasps> oh yeah. Like Inferno Cop or something like that. Inferno Cop. I Yes. And that's kind of what I like. I could see you finding that as a similar vibe because it is that's like, you know, something like that or on a more American end, something like Axe Cop where it's like just ridiculous. Right. Right. Something very like Adult Swim. But um, I guess at this point we would have assumed it would be called Chainsaw Cop. <laughs> it's all cop shows. <laughs> <laughs> say a cab except instead of all cops or bastards it's all chainsaws or bastards there you go <laughs> um but yeah so i thought it was gonna be like just like a funny silly time and then um my for you page on tiktok kept giving like really deep analysis and like the sinisterness of like certain characters and i was like damn this looks dark i need to like read this and then um you were like oh yeah i can't wait to watch this anime with you i was like yeah i can't wait for you to see how you react to all this and you were like what i was like ah yeah i read all of it and you're like when did you read all of it i was like last night and it's great binged this entire manga (laughs) i love it yeah it's great my first reactions to it my first impressions to it i guess were more so obviously related to the manga since i was excited when the anime got announced i had not read any of it i just kind of kept getting a lot of stuff pushed to me so i was getting a lot of the very intense and cool uh visuals of the manga but i was also getting kind of like a mixed bag of things so it would be like one shot of like you know like the the astronaut graveyard scene and like you know just a sick shot of like you know the full like chainsaw burst through like another devil stuff and then it would just be like stills of denji being like god i want to touch tits and i was like (laughs) what is this show like what is this show (laughs) like what is this manga you know is it funny is it action is it both um and honestly there was a lot of discourse around like denji being like a bad protagonist and being like kind of gross i think maybe a lot of that stuff's unfounded once you like actually read it but like i think if all you have of context is people posting like every panel of denji being like god my only motivation is tits you're like yeah "Hmm." but i think that's a lot of what's out there right because yeah a lot of people are like wow he just like me for real for real (laughs) i mean yeah there's obviously like a lot of nuance to the situation um which we can talk about later but like I think for a younger audience, they're just like, yeah, I do too want to just touch tits. Exactly. And sometimes 
that's enough motivation. That's all the motivation you need. Yeah, I'll say for the community kind of side of stuff, uh, outside of our personal reactions, the things I've really seen make it out of like the Chainsaw Man community and into the mainstream, like, you know, when I'm like scrolling through my Facebook timeline, which has a lot less anime stuff, and I randomly see Chainsaw Man stuff, it's like one of three things. It's, oh, wow, look at how high and fast Chainsaw Man moved up on uh, Mal, my anime list. Uh, That usually means like people hate like the fan community and the fervor around a show. Um, So a lot of people are going to call it mid just because they hate popular things. You're also allowed to dislike Chainsaw Man. I just think a lot of people dislike it just because it's popular. Right. Um, And then the other two things, which are very different contextually that I've seen like make it out of the show are the OP because it obviously references a lot of different other series. You know, I've seen like IGN do like side by sides and other like quote unquote normie sites like that. So like other people get exposed to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, I mean, I think the thing you have to contest with most as someone, if you were to try to introduce someone new to this show is if they had this come across their page, which a lot of people did, which is the, the, I won't go into spoilers, but the infamous Himeno kiss. Oh Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, that, so that's I, definitely a trigger warning. Yeah, I would say in general, there's a lot of like, quote unquote, like gross things in this show. You know, it's a very violent, crazy, realistic, gross, lots of things, but also, you know, funny and gorgeous and uh, intelligent. You know, it's a mixed bag, uh, yeah. but the vibe is definitely like, I think for an outsider is this is very a unique concept. It's very interesting. It's a little weird, uh, but how much you're able to get past that weirdness is going to show you how much you're going to like this show. Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the the just absolute flood of uh, cosplayers of Makima uh, stepping on people and leashing people. See, but I feel like that stuff doesn't really make it out of the anime community. I guess right? so, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like there's a ton of those cosplays. You know, if you go to AX, you're going to see a billion Chainsaw Men, um, which is fine. I think those cosplays are lit. Don't don't take that as me being like, ugh, everyone and their mother cosplays Chainsaw Man. Because I think that's super cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I also love a good Makima cosplay, a Power cosplay, whoever you want to cosplay. Um, but I think some of that stuff doesn't really make it outside. But I think if someone is already in the anime community and maybe apprehensive of the show, some of that, again, is going to come from you know characters like power and makima being very um dami mommy sexualized uh to the fandom which is fine right that's kind of fits their characters but i think if you see that out in the wild it might be a little jarring but again i think that falls into the it's weird it's weird it's weird but it's lit or is it that's what we'll find out as we uh talk a little bit more about the show after we watch episodes one two and three of chainsaw man so skylar and i are going to do that and we'll be right back so stay tuned All right, we're back and we watched the first three episodes of Chainsaw Man. I mean, for us, it was a rewatch, but we watched them for the sake of, you know, getting back into that mindset, remembering what those first three episodes really were. Skylar, did you, uh, how was it kind of rewatching it with a fresh set of eyes with like the context of now both the manga and the anime? So what I really liked about the, the second time going around is the first time I watched it, a part of me was just so nervous about the episode ending. Um, does that make sense? Like, I was just like, this is so great. I'm so excited to finally see this. 
the credits are going to roll and be really sad that the episode's over. So um, I didn't have that feeling. Yeah. I-, I think it honestly almost falls to A, anticipation, but also kind of an issue with pacing. Um, the first time I watched these episodes, I didn't have that like, oh, when is this going to end? Oh my God. Um, of like, oh no, like what if it ends here? But it was like, this feels like I- I- something that's good about the show once you're in it. But like at first it's maybe a little jarring is these episodes feel really long, but like in a good way, there's so much meat they pack into these episodes. Like it's impressive how much they can pack into these episodes without it feeling over bloated and feeling engaging. But because of that, it feels paced slowly in a weird way, but also fast in a weird way. So it creates a situation where you're like, wait, how are we not already at, you know, 20 whatever odd minutes? Yeah, I just I so, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I'm afraid it was very like, let's keep this ride going. I don't want this to end. What do you say we could keep these good vibes going? What do you say we keep these good vibes going? Yeah, no, um, I'll say it's definitely a show that benefits from a binge in so much as like i i'm thinking back at how much i was always so like no not now i want more right Right. uh because the show is so good right like spoiler alert we love this show and i think it always leaves you wanting more when it's airing in real time and got it getting to just be like all right next was so kind of freeing for sure Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, But like, aside from that, let's, you know, we can talk about this more as we talk about these episodes. But first, let's get through some housekeeping. So Chainsaw Man is based on the manga by Tatsuki Fujimoto, the iconic and strange Tatsuki Fujimoto. Uh, Sister impersonator. Famous sister impersonator and goldfish (laughs) eater Tatsuki Fujimoto. Uh, It ran in weekly Shonen Jump from December of 2018 to December of 2020. And that is the entirety of part one of the manga part two uh kicked off and moved to the shonen jump plus app uh and that's been running since july of 2022 and will continue to be ongoing as it is still running uh there are currently 14 volumes of the manga the anime was directed by ryu nakayama and masato nakazono and was done by studio mappa for txn and tv tokyo and ran from october of 2022 to december of 2022 for 12 episodes in its first season and obviously we are very uh anticipatory of there being many many more seasons to come uh but yeah with that let's quickly 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 break down what episodes one two and three are about so uh we kind of meet denji he is a down on his luck severely in debt uh basically slave to the yakuza and he hunts demons uh and they throw him under the bus to this to the zombie devil but his little best friend uh puppy demon pochita uh Pochita uh, ends up saving him by becoming his heart, and Denji is able to become the Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. (laughs) (laughs) We're bad at Chainsaw. No, no, this is spot on accurate to what chainsaws sound like. <laughs> and so uh you know he gets found by makima of the public safety committee and she basically hasn't become uh a her dog but also a uh, part of public safety under the direction of aki uh who hates him 
but uh, eventually does have him move in with him, and he partners him up with the fiend, Power, who is uh, narcissism incarnate into a person. Gaslighter. <laughs> uh, and they get into some hijinks. Uh, that's a very uh, top-down view of what episodes 1, 2, and 3 are, but let's talk about them more. Uh, I mean, gosh, what can you say? These are... A phenomenal three first episodes for a show. Oh my god, yes. It is stunning. Um, So, a lot of the criticism I was hearing when it came to um, the adaptation was they wish it was more like kind of acid punk, like kind of similar to, was it Hidoro Hidoro? Doro Hidoro. And, um, but it's Which, just... like, don't get me wrong, Doro Hidoro is, like, iconic. It... It, it it would be cool to see Chainsaw Man done in the same anime style as Dodo Hadoro, but also like feel like having seen the art for both of the mangas, like Dodo Hadoro is grit incarnate in a in a manga panel. Mm-hmm. And uh Chainsaw Man is purposefully cinematic. I think it makes way more sense for it to be done the way it was done. I think it would have been really cool done in like the like kind of grungy CG that the Dodo Hadoro anime was done in. But and also like hashtag check out our Doro Hadoro episode. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I can see why people would feel that way. But I think it was I think this was the right move. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially because like Fujimoto is literally such a like cinephile. Um, and he, he constantly like is referencing movies and stuff. So I think that like this is the perfect way to go. And it is so stunning to like look at. And um, if you read the manga, you'll see that there's a lot of sometimes it's hard to see what's going on because there is so much. But uh, Mappa just does an amazing job of holding your focus where it needs to be with all like the chaos like raining down around it you know oh yeah i mean not for nothing like mob was already like the studio right like right if you're gonna do something big epic odds are you're probably gonna give it to mappa um and no one i think could have done as good of a job with chainsaw man as mappa did uh even down to like just even the things that people criticize them for that were kind of bs like there was a lot of criticism early on in the show's run for how much cg is utilized in the show and then mappa was like actually a lot of that's hand-drawn we're just really fucking good (laughs) even what isn't hand-drawn like okay and what like it looks sick and at some point like because you know in episode one you get like the really sick fight between denji as chainsaw man against all the all of the zombies and then subsequently the zombie devil but um a lot of people thought that denji as chainsaw man was cgi but actually a lot of the zombies were cgi just because uh animating a large moving group is hard and denji himself was hand-drawn uh, and that. That, again that just shows how impressive the mappa team is Right. No, exactly. Um, God. When you first see Denji, like, turn into Chainsaw Man and you see, like, the eyes just light up, like, behind the grates and stuff. Oh, my God. It's breathtaking. It's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. And, I mean, that entire fight scene is really cool. I mean, to talk about Denji as a character right because we mentioned in our in our vibe check that there's kind of this perception of denji as kind of like this lech who only cares about like breasts but and that was like the vibe i had again of him as a character going into this and immediately i was like wow apparently no one's ever heard of like nuance or trauma right (laughs) because denji has had the worst life 
uh, maybe a person could have. Right. Like, this boy, not man, like, Denji's 16 years old. He's a child. Um, He's had no physical love or affection. He has no, like, good, secure attachments, Um, you know, and... Of course, he he's a kid. Kids are horny. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And so, like, when people are just like, oh, he's your bad protagonist because all he cares about is sex. And, and like, as it progresses, you see that it's not about sex. It's, like, what he thinks. He's equating, like, what he wants is love and comfort and just, honestly, human touch to be. Like, he's equating that to sex. But that's not it. And he goes through his, you know, arc realizing that, that, like, there is more than just the physical stuff. And, you know, we see Makima hug him and, like, the chainsaw, um, you know, just melts from his face. And, like, it's just one piece. It's just, like, one kindness. Oh, hold on. You know, it's just, like, the first bout of kindness he's ever experienced. And, like, ugh, it's just so good. And people are dumb. Yeah, no, again, like, there's just so much that you can really quickly glean like i'm not even being like well as someone who's been a therapy like no i feel like if you know like anything about like how characters or people work it's like so quickly obvious like oh this is like a trauma response right yeah. You're like, as like, a human being as a human being you should be able to be like oh no denji just longs for affection because he's been okay so let's like quickly go down denji's like terrible life so his mm-hmm. mom dead we don't even get to really know much about that uh she clearly died of like the consumption or some shit yeah um and then his father is like 38 million yen in debt to the yakuza and just hangs himself and instead of then just denji being on his own the yakuza is like all right give us seven hundred thousand yen by tomorrow prostitute yourself whatever i don't care get us some money and this boy's like five um and then you know he uh meets links up with bojita the only good connection in his entire life um and just becomes a uh, you know a, a devil hunter but he's in so much debt from his father's choices that he basically grows up as a slave to the yakuza he's sold uh one of his kidneys one of his eyes one, one of, of his, his testicles, testicles uh and he's still several 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 like he's gonna die in debt you know essentially yeah. and he even uh, says that and like he like i'm literally just watching this like so sad the entire time just as he's like god did you know that he's like talking to bochita being like did you know that people put jam on their bread that's my dream to eat bread with jam and i like want to cry yeah because like that's so like again like he's never had a single luxury in his life right you know he eats like one slice of bread that he shares with bochita like that's what he eats in a day you know they're pj are you willing are you ready for your heart to break a little bit more yeah there's a cute little like bonus like panel in the manga where they find sugar and denji and uh pochita mix it with flour and they just eat the sugar and flour and they're like wow this is what cake is i'm just like oh my god it's literally so sad and again he's never had a single like human connection the yakuza boss treats him like a dog and he mentions very clearly that he hates dogs and then Mm -hmm. all the yakuza like punks like treat him like a sideshow act yeah they offer him money to um eat their cigarettes (laughs) 
Yeah, so like, oh, I'm sorry that he's like, God, all I want out of life is physical connection to another human being, you know? Right. So like, honestly, I, you know, there's so much nuance there that I think is um, really unfair for people to hold him to. Again, Denji even says like, I, well, again, so much shit just breaks my heart in that first episode. And when he's getting literally stabbed to death and he's like, all I wanted was a normal life. And I like, like the most basic normal life. And I at least wanted to die a normal death and I can't even have that, you know? Yeah. Instead, he is horde of zombies tearing, cutting him apart. And again, also talking about the Yakuza, A, fuck the Yakuza um, in this. Don't upset them. (laughs) All right. Fuck the Yakuza in this because, like, they are so terrible to Denji. Um, you know, again, the the line that really fucked me up is when he's like, well, m- you know, motherfucker hung himself before giving us our payment. And then they look at five-year-old Denji at his father's grave being like, get a 700K by tomorrow. Fucking, you know, whore yourself out, sell stuff. I don't care. Just get us some money. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so gross. Um, but then like, you know, when the Yakuza boss is giving the speech being like, you know, you're loyal like a dog but i fucking hate dogs so yeah. die. i hate the smell of dogs yeah um but then the yakuza are also fucking idiots because they like made a deal with the devil to try to get more power and the devil's even like i fucking scam these bitches yeah because like they're zombies yeah they have no like sure they got the power but like they've lost themselves so like they don't get to enjoy that power like right they they fully just were suckered suckered completely by the zombie devil yeah even denji says that too like denji's like yeah you right like like what was even the point of losing yourself for more power if you don't even get to enjoy it yeah and um Scott, do you want to quickly like explain like how devils work in this universe? Sure. So, um, devils are basically uh, like encapsulations of people's fear. So, like, if you're afraid of something, there's a devil for it. There is like a car devil. There is the gun devil. Um, you even see in episode three or episode two the sea cucumber devil because, like, you know, it's icky and it's gross, and some people are genuinely afraid of it. Based off that one episode of Jerry Springer, there's definitely a tinfoil devil. <laughs> Do you remember that woman that was afraid of tinfoil and they brought no. tinfoil on stage? Uh, I, I always had like um, in like a mixed bag of reactions to shows like that because it was always like, ah, this is entertaining, but also like fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like the tagline for Jerry Springer. Right. Also, RIP um, Jerry Springer. Uh, yeah. But also, so then you have fiends, which are um, corpses that were taken over by devils, and they look very, like, a very specific way. And then you have hybrids, which uh, Denji is, and that's when you, um, you know, fuse together to become a devil. Okay. So, yeah, just to, to for those of you that have not watched along or were confused, going through this that is how the devil structure works that is why it's a zombie devil it is essentially the devil that gains its power from the embodiment of the fear of zombies in embodiment people. that was the word perfect um so you know uh denji gets fucking rocked gets stabbed literally cut into pieces this was yep. his last He's resort diced yeah sliced and diced uh and the, but a little bit of his blood gets into bochita's mouth which okay so we haven't really talked about bochita too much right um, chainsaw bochita dog is a cute adorable little chainsaw dog the sweetest little pup 
pup pup that you've ever seen. Um, we have you tattoos know, of him. We do have tattoos of him. We love Pochita in this house. We stand Pochita. Um, and Denji meets him when he's a little boy. He helps save Pochita's life the same day that he's like his father dies by giving him some of his blood. And they basically just become lifelong friends from there. Pochita just is with by Denji's side all the time, uh, helps him with everything he needs to do. Is um, the weapon when is he's the weapon, like a yeah, yeah. Um, he has a very funny little ruff that he does. Um, and I love it. Um, and yeah, you know, Bochita is super cute, super adorable, always there for Denji. And then when they both get stabbed and then Denji gets like chopped up into pieces and also so does Bochita. Bochita's chopped in half. Mm -hmm. Um, but we establish again in that early scene that the blood cures him. So he, when a little bit of Denji's blood gets into his mouth, he's able to, um, you know, come back to life. And you see this flashback where Denji is like, hey, if I die, basically take over my body and live a life that is worthy of like our death type of thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is depressing. Yeah. But uh, Pochita instead saves Denji and basically becomes his heart mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and puts him back together. And then you have like that cute little moment where they like in the dream, Pochita's like, hey, I love you and I want to see you live out your dream. So I'm going to like save your life. Yeah, like literally is like live out the dream and I get to experience it as your heart. Yeah, which like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so cute. And this is all episode one. This is all episode one. Again, like I said, they pack fucking buku shit into these episodes. Um but yeah, and then he awakens, the zombie devil's like, go eat him, and then he turns into Chainsaw Man. We get the epic fight scene that's actually again also pretty long. Like I thought the second he turned into Chainsaw Man, that's when the credits were gonna roll. But no, you get a whole fight scene and you even like get you know, all the way to uh, do you get all the way to Mockingman episode one? Um, no, it starts in episode two, uh, it continues the fight, yeah. But you get through it, and he's even like, Well, I guess once you're all dead, I'm not in debt anymore. Yeah, I was like, Beautiful plan, kill all your debtors. That's the that's the message, <laughs> make them from debtors into debtors. <laughs> Watch out, Capital One. Watch out, capitalism. For legal reasons, this is definitely a joke. Uh, But, you know, then, you know, not to just go beat by beat, but there's just so much to talk about that happens in this. Uh, Because, you know, he is there. Makima shows up with two rando guys that look like twins um, to kill the zombie devil. Sees uh, Denji there and can smell that he is not a devil or a human fully. Uh, And then, you know, she's pulling her Makima charm. But then, like, as he starts falling, he says, hug me. Which, again, also depressing. The amount of times I put... A line, and then I put is so depressing in my notes. <laughs> it's just uh, the that one meme, uh, cat meme, where it's got like the the long sad face, where she's like, mm. yeah, exactly. But you know, he says hug me, like you said, she hugs him, and like the chainsaw parts of him melt away. Yeah, the hug she gives him, by the way, like Mappa. Oh my god, it is 
the most sincere and comforting looking hug I f- I feel like I've ever seen like be animated better than like live action like you just could feel the warmth radiating and like there's no hesitation there's not like oh this is weird I'm gonna hug a stranger kind of thing she just like goes in for it and it's so cute and comforting and it made me feel safe yeah no I love it it makes you really you have to have have a mixed feeling about Makima throughout these first three episodes, right? Oh, yeah. And it's very quick bursts. Like, you get her at the beginning of episode two comforting Denji and you're like oh wow do I love this person and then very quickly they're like also you're gonna be my pet now and you're like what and then Denji's like oh I don't want to do that and she's like my dogs only say woof or yes and you're like oh this bitch is fucking crazy but then she's like hey get whatever you want also like I'm into Denji type boys and you're like oh what's happening here and then at the public service you're like oh no she's definitely using him but then you're like oh no she cares about him throughout the entirety of these three episodes you're definitely torn about her being like do i like her do i not like her does she like denji does she not like denji is she a good person is she a bad person which is also the debate that denji's going through so you kind of get to go on that journey with him and you're like okay so she is like definitely a manipulator but like what she's offering because he was already uh devil hunting so like he already knows how to do that and she's offering him like food shelter like a good like life and i think that is what is so appealing to it and he even like is talking he's like i wouldn't risk this for anything like i'm living for the first time and it's just like him literally so excited that he gets to be in a bathtub or put all the different jams on toast, you know? Which, okay, so let's talk about that real quick. So first, obviously, we then have to meet Aki. Aki's, um, you know, kind of a dick to begin with. And then, you know, he walks out with Denji and then starts beating the shit out of him. And then Denji's like, it's nerf or nothing, but it's actually, it's nuts or nothing. And then just starts kicking the shit out of Aki's balls. Yeah, it's literally so fucking funny. It's so funny when he's like, when I fight a dude, it's nuts or nothing. (laughs) And then, and then when Aki like starts beating him up again, and then Denji just kicks him in the nuts again, and then Aki's like, "You weren't lying. You are all nuts." <laughs> um, I, but like, the, there's a lot of sexy Aki moments here, right? So, a oh, when cigarette. he like p- throws the the cigarette butt onto Denji and then perfectly spits on the tip to put it out, kind of hot. Right? Yeah. We're not so gonna lie you're here. like, hot. I'm a cigarette. Please spit on me. Exactly. Um, and he like I first of all like no Aki hate here. I love him. Like he's great. He's a good time. Uh, but like he's just so like fucking like pretentious to Denji, and he's just like wow, like. He's well, not pretentious. I think this is, again, I think this is similar to, like, almost what, like, the fan reaction we're talking about is, right? Is he just thinks Denji is, like, in it I'm for here Makima. For, the, for Makima. I'm, in, I'm here for tits. I'm here for money. He's ultimately wrong, right? Like, he doesn't know the circumstances of Denji. You know, and you get those moments where he's like, everyone learns this in school. And Denji's like, I never went to school. Uh, and you have those moments when he's like, you're only here for this. And you know, as an audience member, even Denji... Denji doesn't know that he's in it for other things because he's right. like, oh, I found my motivation. It's tits. Uh, but like you as an audience member know that there's much more to that. Yeah. Um, ideally. You're like, it's the heart that's behind the tits. It's the heart <laughs> behind the tits. <laughs> well, 
Because you even have like that kind of like uh, situation between Aki and um, Denji when um, he cuts the fiend's head off and it's just like, oh, it's just more like humane this way. And Aki's like, blah, blah, blah. like I don't want to be anywhere near who's going to be friends with the, you know, a devil. And he's just like, well, I've never had friends. So if a devil wants to be friends with me, then like, sure, why not? And then uh, he leaves and you're like, and he was like, actually, I just didn't want blood to get on the porn magazines. So like, it's a healthy mix. Yeah. But also, yeah, it feels like almost like a misnomer on both ends. Like, I feel like Denji was being honest, but also then not being honest. With himself. Exactly. Um, It's like us when uh, something really bad happens and you're like, my life is falling apart. Finger guns. But yeah, so like you have all of those things. But obviously, uh, Denji goes and lives with Aki. So you get sexy. So you get sexy hair, hair down, down Aki. Mm-hmm. Um, which when I first started watching this show, I uh, did not have long hair. I do have long hair now. And I was like, he looks so much hotter with long hair. I cannot believe he puts it up. Uh, and this is like short hair privilege to ever think that. Uh, I'm sure anyone <laughs> with long hair, most females included, are like, that's a stupid thing to think. But I'll tell you, most of the male audiences probably thought this at one point if they have short hair now as someone with long hair i can tell you god i'd look sexy with my hair down but fuck do i not want that shit down when i'm doing anything remotely physical right exactly so Um, as much as much hotter as he is with the hair down i understand mr straight up ponytail (laughs) it's so silly looking though but we do have the scene where Denji is in Aki's house eating the ultimate toast, which has about 12 different types of jam on it and, and like butter and honey. And my first thought is like, wow, Denji, you know, is finally getting to like spoil himself. How nice. Uh, and then I'm like, but also like, can this even taste good? But I guess it, it doesn't matter to him, right? It's taste. It's more than he's ever had. It's more than bread but and then flour I was and sugar. Like, wow. Aki, a jam collector. You know, I never thought of that. Because to for in order for Denji to put so many jams on his bread, Aki had to have that many jams on hand. Unless they went to the store beforehand. I do not believe Aki fucking bought this bitch. I be, I could 100% imagine that grocery trip and Aki being like, you get one jam and that's it. Yeah. Aki just out here eating scones. Scones Aki upon scones. Aki is a jam bitch. <laughs> like, he is out here for this jam. That is my headcanon. He's someone that every time he's out and about, he gets a different jam. All those police officers that know him, like, whenever they see a fun jam when they're on vacation, they're like, hi, Hayakawa, I bought you this, like, apricot jam I saw in the countryside. That is my headcanon for Aki. I love it. It's beautiful. He's, like, over in the TJ Maxx aisles with the weird foods and stuff, and he's, like, Every day, every day he (laughs) stops by the Japanese TJ Maxx and gets a new jam. (laughs) Hey, we have that pepper jelly apricot. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, no, I completely understand. That would probably blow Denji's mind, honestly. The the Uh, pepper apricot jam. Yeah. Uh, Denji garbage roommate, obviously, because he doesn't know how to live with other people. Right. Um, Growing pains. 
Yeah, it's growing pains. Uh, just like the growing pains with his new partner. Power! So Power, I mean, we we can all agree, is like the best character. Yes. I live for a gaslighting queen. She said feminism because like she's going to do it better than any abuser manipulator man and excels at it. She commits to the bit. She's like, nope, that, this is what Denji told me. And he's like, no, this never happened. She's a fucking liar, a little lying liar. And she's like, no, no, I'm perfect. I'm innocent. She's like, I'm devils don't lie. That's a human invention. And everyone's like, that's not true. <laughs> You're like devils, famous for lying. Uh, I do like when they're kind of like not bonding, but like kind of going at it a little bit when they're at the um, the vending machines. And mm-hmm. she's like, like, you know, she starts talking about the devil who took uh, Meowie. And, Meowie! Uh, and then Denji's like, yeah, I get it. I want to touch tits. <laughs> you know? And then yeah. Power's like, if you save Meowie, I'll let you touch my tits. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it's so funny because like Denji's not just like, okay, I agree. He's like, that fucking asshole. I'm going to fucking rip it his head off and save your cat and i like that the entire time power's like ah wow wow she's just like getting so fucking she's hyped. so hyped the entire time and i i wish i could recreate that noise but she's just like whoa wow just insert the sound here <laughs> she's getting yeah. so hyped the entire time and it's so funny just the way these two always commit to a bit like like you said like it would have been so easy for him to just be like yeah okay great got let, let's go and he's just like he just makes a whole ass show out of it and for who i guess for power the thing like and that like continues even after like you find out the betrayal right because you get like the whole thing where you're like oh no she like lied to him but like not really like the bat devil has meowie but she was supposed to bring him a human uh but surprise surprise uh denji just have human blood and it's like the whole thing but uh even like after that betrayal and then like meowie gets eaten by the bad devil and she gets eaten by the bad devil denji's like hey those are my tits bitch yeah <laughs> uh, he even says like cough up the tits asshole or some shit like that yeah literally fucking seriously Hey gang, welcome back! Here we are for our triumphant return. It is finally upon us. Thank you all so much for your patience while we were getting everything situated, getting ready to return, and we are just so excited to be back. There are so many changes this season, as there are with most seasons, but this one is maybe a little special. But I'm sure you're already hearing them, feeling them, and we want to know your thoughts on them. Are you liking the new format, hating it, somewhere between? Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And just in general, we'd just love to hear from you now that we're back. Are you craving more Kawhi Disappointment? Then check us out on Patreon. Hours of bonus content for just $3 a month and new episodes every month to keep the content coming. This month, we are going to have a bunch of episodes to celebrate our return, as well as all of the goodies that come with our different patron levels. $3 a month gets you access to all of our content. $5 allows you to vote on patron polls and shape the future of the pod. And for $8, you get a personalized postcard, stickers, buttons, and more sent directly to your doorstep every month. So if any of that sounds exciting, find us on Patreon.com at Patreon.com slash KawaiiDesuPod. A special shout out to all of our patrons, starting with our $8 patrons, our eternal Desu patrons, the incomparable Alex Jones, the truly amazing Lucy in the Sky, the wonderful Ruby Cyclone, and the magnificent Skullbosh. 
They're not alone though, as we also have our $5 patrons, our super dusty patrons, starting with Jellums, Nene Killua, Magic Girl Girl Charlotte, and if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the Pirates don't eat the tourists. And finally, last but not least, our $3 patrons, our Kawaii Desu patrons, Albany G, Aubrey Z, Eliza L, and Nymphomercial. You are all truly Kawaii Desu in my book. You can keep up with us on your favorite social media platform. We are on all major platforms under at KawaiiDesuPod. You can also be a part of the community and be even more up to date by joining our Discord. Links to everything is in the show notes, and you can also find links to everything on our website, KawaiiDesuPod.com. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. If you want to support the show in other ways, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you listen to us. It goes a long way, and we always appreciate your support. We will be back next week as we dive into the world of Zatch Bell. Now, back to the podcast. But then you do have that moment that like really breaks my heart, which is like, you know, when they're both kind of like having flashbacks about like why this is important to them, you get like Power's kind of relationship with Meowie. Yeah. Oh, when the kitty was so emaciated. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely like an enemies to friends type thing because she was like, eat, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, eat you, but I need to fatten you up. And then she just like is bonding. It's very uh, Princess Bride, Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Except if like Dread Pirate Roberts was like a naked, dirty, filthy devil. (laughs) Fiend. Fiend, you're right, fiend. Um, because you have like wild, wild woman power throughout that yeah. period of time. With uh, but then you have like, the, the the flashback to like Denji when Pochita got lost, and then Denji <gasps> yeah. comes home and Pochita's just in the corner like crying, be like, "Where were you, Denji?" And Denji's like, "Where were you, Pochita?" And like crying, Pochita like breaks my heart because I love Pochita yeah. so much. And he was like, and that was the night like we were so relieved we fell asleep holding each other. <laughs> Ugh, I love Deji Bojita's friendship. Yeah. But again, like so much is happening, right? We've talked about so much happening and there's still more to these three episodes. Right. Because then you have the entire fight against the Bat Devil, like Bat Devil v. Chainsaw Man in Court of Law, of course. Yes, obviously. And, you know, you get, it's a long fight scene, very epic, very, you know, high stakes. Gorgeous. And you have a lot of Denji saving people. You know, you're clearly seeing that Denji values human life. And he even says, like, no, I don't. Right? He's like, I'm just trying to, like, you know, clear the battlefield. But, like, he is always, like, going going out of his way to save people throughout this yeah. process. Uh, I mean, there's definitely, like, people that he just doesn't care about. If you're, like, a man, or if you're, like, a woman, you're, you're gonna be saved. Um, if, uh you're near a child you'll probably be saved it's very like kind of titanic <laughs> kind of way like if you're just like a singular man out there he does not give a fuck um deji says women's rights and fuck all men which honestly like Same. valid <laughs> go off king but yeah you know you get a lot of very epic fights you know chainsaw man versus the zombie devil is really cool chainsaw man versus the bat devil is really cool um some really amazing visuals power like like hammer stomping down on the sea cucumber devil is sick but i i mean overall like the animation is just so gorgeous in the series i never expect like when i was reading the manga i never expected to what i never expected it was gonna look so gorgeous you know 
Yeah, no, I mean, again, it, it almost had to be because all of Fujimoto's, like, inspiration really comes from film, right? Even from when he, when he started wanting to be a mangaka, he just wanted to draw manga like Korean films um, because he was really into Korean films at the time. But he also loved American films. You see that influence a lot in everything he does. He's like, I want to keep people guessing and make it a little weird. But I also wanted to, once you see it, you're like, oh, shit, this was genius. And... I, I think Fujimoto is like the like definitely like my favorite like crazed genius like that the the you see that stereotype of an artist who just does things where you're like what the fuck in media and that is Fujimoto again that is why we introduce him as the sister impersonating goldfish eating Fujimoto because that's who he is right he's the guy who uh was running a twitter as his non-existent little sister and then it got banned for being an underage account and then he had to like get it basically reinstated being like no it's like an adult band doing this uh or the random story he he published about about eating his girlfriend's dead goldfish because he felt a profound sense of loss when it died yeah that that story is really interesting because like he panics about like disposal and it's just like i didn't feel comfortable flushing him down the toilet it felt so disrespectful (laughs) And then he got so sick, PJ. Oh, yeah. He was sick for like three days. Yeah. But yeah, he's just a weird dude, but like in the best way. Because then you look at his stuff and he's so clearly a genius. Yeah. Right? Like, obviously, Chainsaw Man is amazing, but Fire Punch, the series he did before Chainsaw Man, is also so good. Oh, uh, and Fire Punch shorts- will make you cry. And his short stories are amazing. Like, uh, look back is gorgeous um i mean when goodbye airy came out everyone was like yeah no officially fujimoto is maybe one of the most brilliant mangaka of our current generation you know and i i completely agree i think he is a genius and his contemporaries are all like so lucky to be in the same generation as him but he's also lucky to be in the same generation as them you know he's not the only weirdo genius in this generation like you look at jujutsu kaisen and it's a lot of say the same weird shit you know and like they put out very similar content you know they chainsaw man is part of what is known as like the the dark big three as you know mm-hmm. people talk about the big three in um anime and shonen. manga all the time right in shonen um but the dark big three is like the current uh big three which is uh jujutsu kaisen chainsaw man and hell's paradise which all three are animated by mappa so Mappa, like they're just, all gorgeous you know they're all amazingly done right honestly i've been needing to read um hell's paradise i hear really really great things but um i'm still reading part two chainsaw man so well <laughs> <laughs> um all that to say like there i mean again this is just the first three episodes there's so much more to this series uh they pack so much into these 12 episodes it it really feels very dense in a good way and i mean that's not even completing all of part one of the manga there's still so much more to go uh so much uh exciting stuff so much loss uh this is a a gorgeous uh but also devastating series and um you know there's uh there's so much that's gonna happen if you decide to keep keep uh on the chainsaw man train uh but you know i think that's part of what fujimoto wants right he wants us to feel like a a movie yeah and each each episode feels like a movie speaking of movies 
Um, that opening, uh, very cinematic in a literal sense, because if you pay attention, um, each scene is a scene from a famous movie and some not so famous movies. Like there's <laughs> a scene from The Grudge versus The Ring. Yeah. So that is a movie, I guess. And that's why <laughs> Skylar and I did watch it and it was like good, but like I, it left me very angry. Yeah. The ending was very disappointing, honestly. Yeah. No, um, it's good, but it, it it's upsetting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the OP has references to a ton of different stuff. There's a reference to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Pulp Fiction, Respar Dogs, Sadako versus Kayako, No Country for Old Men, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Lot again, lots of Tarantino, mm-hmm. um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Don't Look Up, Jacob's Ladder, Constantine, Big Lebowski. Uh, there's an Ava reference. Uh, there's Fight Club. Yeah, like there's just there's so many references. And I mean, it starts with them walking, but then all in a theater watching something, you know, right. So Um, uh, again, and that's all to pay homage to Fujimoto's cinematic inspirations. Right. He just he loves it. And it's great. And it translates. And it's just so fun. Yeah, Um, it's super cool. Like, you don't really see... I feel like the only time we've ever seen something like this is uh, Madoka Magica. When you see that character from um, Fury Road. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But, I mean, more and more that stuff comes to light, right? Because there's so much more of a crossover of media these days. Right, of course. But let's talk about the music more, right? So our music uh, for the series is done by Kensuke Ushio, who uh, also worked on music for A Silent Voice, Devilman Crybaby, you know, uh, uh, just an iconic mu- uh, composer for anime. Uh, what did you think of the music for the show? Oh, it was so good. It's just, it's, everything is so um, precise, like, right? Like, it's so, uh, everything just has a purpose and it feels natural and organic. I love it. It's phenomenal yeah no i think the music for the show is so well done it really again adds a lot of weight to the scenes it it's it captures every emotion it's very cinematic uh and let's talk about our op more obviously we talked about the visuals for it a lot but let's talk about it more so our opening theme song is kickback by kenshi yonazu What did you think of that OP? It is so fucking good. I have it on my anime playlist. I play it all the time. Honestly, it was a really big trend also on TikTok, specifically just one part of the song. Um, and it's the future devil dancing. It's dancing. Yeah. Um, but it's 
it's such a perfect song to kick off this anime because it's got the energy, it's got the grit, you have like the gruff voices, but it's it's perfect. I love it. No notes. Yeah, no, I think it is so good. Um, you know, um, Yonazu is such a great OP artist. He also did Peace Sign for My Hero Academia. That makes sense. Um, and I mean, in general, a lot of really cool people worked on this song. Um, King New helped produce this song. One of the members of Plen- Millennium Parade helped produce this song. Um, and it, again, it just shows it's so good. It's so well done. The composition is so sick and you get so many cool moments. I, I cannot say enough good things about how amazing I think this OP is. It is so solid um, and I mean a perfect kickoff for each episode of the <laughs> show. <laughs> a perfect kickback for the show. <laughs> and I'm going to miss it in the next season. Yeah, I'm going to miss it. Yeah, unless it's something even better. Yeah, for no, sure. I'll still miss it though. We'll have that nostalgic love. Um, And let's quickly kind of talk about the EDs because I want to talk about them a little bit more in a moment. But obviously, there's a different ED each episode. Mm-hmm. So that... And didn't Dora Hidora also do the same thing? Dora Hidora did do the same thing. I think they have like one or two that repeated. Uh, again, go back and listen to our Dora Hidora episode to find out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's also something that I think is really interesting when people compare this to Dora Hidora. I'm like, is it just like these gritty ones just get 12 different EDs? Like, that's the vibe? I The way I like to picture it is that everyone's really excited about the anime. So they're all like, pick me, pick me. I want to do the outro. Well, they're like, especially, I guess like, we got to go the- with everyone the lineup of artists that have outro songs here is like mind-boggling i mean in the first three episodes you have chainsaw blood by fondy um, who uh has made music for one piece and stuff like that Um, you have uh zanki by uh zutomeyu in episode two um who again is also really good did the music for drifting home which was amazing uh episode three you have hatawari hawatari 2 okusenchi by maximum the hormone i mean maximum the hormone is one of my favorite anime artists of all time they have uh they do the second set of me of op and ed for death note um the iconic like what's up people what's up people that's maximum the hormone <laughs> one of the greatest to ever do the gritty the grit um so i think they were all amazing fits for chainsaw man but i mean there's so much more we could talk about with these eds because they're all right. so unique god they're all so good so let's talk about the op and ed a little bit more so for our op we are going to return to our classic what modern contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros so skylar who do you think would have done a good job with kickback okay so i focus more so on kind of the style but more so the vocals and hopefully you don't think this is like a cheap answer but i went with backcountry by avenge sevenfold I think they have uh, that like kind of vocal rasp and like grit to it. You know what I mean? That sounds very similar. I see it. I totally see what you're going for with that. Yeah, I think that's a very good choice. 
Thank you. What about you? What did you go with? I struggled with this one a lot. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I couldn't find someone that I felt like really hit it for me. Uh, and then I ended up going with a band that I liked, but I couldn't find a song of theirs that really felt like the vibe. But I ended up going with Remedy by Seether. I forgot about this song. This is such a good song. Um, no, but like I I think it's a great answer. I think the vocals do really match up too. I think I like that we both went for vocals. But I couldn't find a song of theirs that fit the vibe. Right. No, I get it. And sometimes that's hard. It's kind of like a hard thing to kind of pin down. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but obviously we have so many EDs, it'd be hard to pick an artist for each one. So instead, we are going to be doing our first return of the ranking of eds i love it for the ranking of eds uh we are going to be uh watching and listening to all 12 eds and then coming up with our definitive kawaii desu ranking of the chainsaw man eds so our first ed of course is chainsaw blood by fondy Uh, I mean, I love that ED. I think it's got like a very cool, like uh, mid two thousands, like goth rock vibe. Oh yeah, this would definitely be on my like high school playlist. Yeah, no, it's it's such a good ED, and it definitely is a perfect cap off to that zombie uh, devil episode. Yes. So our episode two ED is Zanki by Zunameo. <laughs> What I love about this one is like the animation is very like old school YouTube flash video style. Yeah, I think the animation's gorgeous. And I mean the song's really cool. It's yeah, very, very traditional funky. ED, but it's also very funky. I, I like it a lot. Same. Um our our third ED is Hawatari to Okusenshi by Maximum the Hormone. The way this looks is what I think people wanted the whole show to be like animated because this is like what 
has that like acid power pop of but like the covers that and stuff. Is mostly just in the coloring. The animation is still very similar. Yeah. I love this though. I think this like captures the vibe of the series um because it's such like intense almost like discordant metal yeah that is so just like intense and you get the interruptions of the like con and all these really cool bits but then you have like the like in like angelic makima breakdown yeah followed by like a more traditional like metal ed that kind of almost gives you like the arc of how the show starts and i, I yeah i just think it's so good a very interesting like pacing yeah i think it's uh, so good. All right, next is Josai by Tuboe. God, I love academic power so much. Her Nobel Peace Prize power. Um, I love, like, again, and we've already talked about it. I love just how each one is stylized so differently. I love the very, like, uh, primitive kind of flash animation that's going. Um, a lot of color blocking. It's really cute. Yeah, I like this. It's not my favorite of the bunch. Right. And it fits for like what it's for, right? For like the episodes and stuff. This is like the OP to the power show, not really the ED to Chainsaw Man. Right. Uh, but I think I still think it's okay. Uh all right, our next ED is in the back room by Pseudo. <laughs> God, I the song for this is literally so fun. Um, it's one of those like, oh, if this was like the ED for all twelve episodes, like it would have been a great choice. Um, but the visuals is like what really fucking like elevates it. it. Oh yeah, and if you like know what happens in those episodes like it really is just like talking about the psyche of each character it's so cool and then the horses definitely remind me of the cell yes <laughs> uh yeah no i think it's a super good song and the visuals really help elevate it for sure um all right our next ed is dino tekina rendezvous by canaria that's okay i think it's definitely the weakest of the bunch so far oh really yeah i mean for me okay yeah i mean we're all entitled to our, our opinion yeah our opinions i i really liked it i liked the vibe a lot i like kind of how 
um, smooth it was. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I think it honestly showcases that there aren't any weak links in this list so far because I think personally this is a weakest link. And even if this, even at that, if this was like the main ED, I'd still be like, yeah, this was pretty good. Right. Uh, all right. Our next ED is Chu Tayose by Ano. So I remember the first time I saw this and I was like, this is incredible. Like already it has so many of my favorite things. It has very like 90s um, uh, city pop kind of feel to it. And um, just like the the kind of like dating sim pixelated like references to it as well. I I love it. And the song is literally just so fun. Yeah, I think it's really good. Uh, I love the visuals. Visuals definitely help step it up even more. <laughs> the rainbow kiss. The rainbow kiss. Uh, yay, yay. But uh, yeah, no, really fun. Really cute. Um, all right. Next up is First Death by TK from Link to Side You can tell what the vibe I want out of an ED is because I fucking love this. Right. No, this is good. I like this a lot. Yeah, I think it's so good. And I mean, come on, TK is, I mean, so good, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. We all love Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's right. so good. Our next ED is Deep Down by Aimer. So this definitely has that more like uh, cinematic, dramatic feel to it. And I think something that's really important to know is that like the each ending is very tied into like the episode that it has. So like as someone that has watched these episodes before, like I'm feeling emotional listening to the song, knowing what it's attached to. Yeah. And I mean, the visuals are so gorgeous. And I think at first the songs may be a little too emotional for you to be like, is this okay as a general? But then the breakdown really gives you that. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. Our 10th ED is Dogland by People One. Hey, 
This Loki reminds me of uh, Take On Me. Yeah, visually, it's for better or worse, the most interesting. Yeah, it was really fun. I liked it a lot. Um, The song was definitely like, it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Our next song is Violence by Queen Bee. Violence. Uh, you know, I like it, but I don't like it for Chainsaw Man. Yeah, it it's definitely fun. I like it. Um, it's not my bottom because it is fun and it's pretty visually really cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Textures. There's a lot of vocal parts I don't like or love, and I just it doesn't feel very Chainsaw Man to me. Okay. Uh, all right, our final ED is "Fight Song" by Eve. What a perfect final song, I feel, for the so, season, like a way to like close the season out. Um, we all know Eve is, uh, you know, the Jujutsu Kaisen OP. And as soon as it started playing and uh, the story that's kind of being portrayed is literally so reminiscent of like the Junpei arc of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, honestly, 100%. If you know what that means, you know what that means. <laughs> So, like, eyes closed, I'd been like, oh, okay, season two, Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, um, I really, I like their attachment to this, though. It's really good, especially because it's, like, a shared, again, the dark three, top three. Yeah. Uh, All right, I have my list. Do you have your list? Yes. So why don't we go down from the first ED down and say where it is on our personal ranking. Okay. Uh, and then we can see kind of where we ended up as our as our each individual top 12. So Perfect. ED one, Chainsaw Blood, what spot did that land for you? Number two. It was my number two as well. It's so good. It's really good. And it, it's such a banger right off the bat. But there is one more that I think is a little better, but I wonder if it's the same one more. I know, same. All right, for ED2, Zanki, where did you bring that? Uh, <laughs> number seven. Oh, it's my number eight. Wow, okay, okay. Um, so similar similar placing. Um, what about ED3, Hawatari to Okusenshi? Um, I ended up putting it at number 10. That's so interesting because it's my number one. <laughs> Really? To me, this is Chainsaw Man epitomized into an ED. That makes sense. It it was higher up. There just ended up things that I liked more. Yeah, nine other songs. 
Uh, all right. What about Josai by Tuboe? Um, that was my number 11. That's my number nine. Yeah, it was pretty low. Yeah. Because again, it is just kind of like power focus. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just didn't like fit what I wanted. Yeah. In the Back Room by Ziudo, 85. Um, that is actually my number three. See, that's my number six. See, yeah, I really like this one. I like it a lot, too, but I felt like there were a lot that were better. Yeah, two. <laughs> All right. Episode 6 ED, Dino Tekina Rendezvous by Canaria. I put this as my number five. This is my number 10. I thought wow. it was pretty weak for okay. this list. Yeah, no, I think it's okay, but it's not my favorite. Right. No, I get it. I get it. A ED7, Chu Tayose. I put this as my number one. This is your number one. Yeah, I remember the first, again, I already said it. The first time I uh, saw it, I was like, damn, this is my favorite. Oh, see, I don't love how cutesy it is. Oh, see, I love that as like a subversion. Oh, and of course you do. Yeah, that's very your vibe. Yeah. But I do still think it's very good. And it's it's even though I don't love it for this show, it's so good that it's still my number five. Right. I like that. Yeah. Top five, baby. Episode AED First Death. I ranked it number nine. This was my number three. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think it's very good, but I think TK's vocals just send it over the edge to really amazing. Right. No, I I feel that. Uh, ED9, Deep Down. That was my eight. <laughs> That's my seven. Okay. So we were right next to each very other. Very close. Yeah, very close. We literally swapped um, Zanki and Deep Down. Yeah. Um, episode 10, Dogland. I put it as my six. This is my 11th. I did not like it. <laughs> I liked it a lot, obviously. Episode 11, Violence. That was my number 12. Yeah, (laughs) it's my 12 too. Because I literally said it's not my bottom. You did say that. It ended up being my bottom. Sorry I guess let me clarify. I do like Dogland, but I just really don't like it. I think it's kind of very mid and the visuals I don't love. They are unique, but not good. Um, and I then get it. violence, uh, just uh, again, feels the least Chainsaw Manny of these EDs. Like it doesn't fit the vibe of the episode or the anime or anything, and not even in a subversive way. It's just not for me. And that's good. That's fine. Obviously, I agreed with you. <laughs> both put it last our final ed is fight song um i put it as my number four it's my number four hey yeah no it's really good awesome well that means that our definitive rankings uh for each of us for me from 12 up we have violence dogland rendezvous josai zanki deep down backroom chu tayose fight song first death Chainsaw Blood, and then Hawatari as my number one. And then for Skylar, Violence, then Josai, then Hawatari, First Death, Deep Down, Zanki, Dogland, Rendezvous, Fight Song, Backroom, Chainsaw Blood, and then Chu Tayose. Woo! So lo- uh, lots of difference between our tops. And, you know, there would be just as much difference between your tops. But one thing we can agree on is that Violence was the weakest and Chainsaw, Chainsaw Blood, Blood is the second best. Perfect. <laughs> 
There's a few other ones we agree on, but those are the ones I wanted to point out. Yeah. Um, all right. So that is our definitive ED rankings for Chainsaw Man. Normally around this time in our old format is where we would uh, take a quick break to give uh, our co-host some additional context, but we don't need to do that anymore. So we are just going to keep on chugging along here. Uh, and that is the end of our music segment, which means it is time to discuss our final thoughts on Chainsaw Man. All right, Skylar. We just saw and rewatched uh what is already ostensibly one of our favorite series. Uh, you know, a lot of non-surprises here. Um, but there are gonna be some additional questions that might still surprise the audience. But let's get the one that we th- I think might be an obvious out of the way. Would you uh would you, if this was your first time watching it, keep watching Chainsaw Man? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this is a kawaii success it's so good we've gushed about it for a long time already uh no question about it but is this an anime that you would recommend to a newcomer it's got a lot of good but a lot of bad in that direction so would you recommend chainsaw man to someone looking to start their anime journey honestly yeah i would you know i would give the disclaimer like hey it's violent yeah Um, subversively i i I feel like the instinct would be to say no, but I think it's tight enough that it it works. I would say yes. I think there's like a lot of heart and just like a lot of great things to look at. Like it's just it's a fun, wonderful watch and I love it. I just and it might even be selfish. It's just mostly because I want more people to watch this and experience it and, you know, share that experience with them. No, I totally get that. I completely agree. I think it's so amazing. It's so tight. So well done. And I think even even some of the weirder stuff doesn't come until later. Um, The beginning's semi-normal-ish and um, I think it, it would hook anyone. Uh, but when would it hook someone? That is a question we ask as we move to our newest segment, the three-episode rule. If you were recommending this to a newcomer, at how many episodes do you think they would need to watch of the first three to be sold on it? Is it the first? They need two or they need all three or do they need even more than that? I think for me personally, um, I think maybe if it's like a brand new person introduced to anime, I think they would get hooked on episode two. I agree. I feel like episode one, you'd think on paper would be enough of a hook, but I it's think it doesn't. Sprawling, maybe. It's a little It's very sprawling and it doesn't give you the exact idea of what the series is going to be like. Right. I think episode two starts to give you a lot more of Denji's uh, post Yakuza personality. You start getting a lot more of the dynamics. You get to meet the more lore. of the characters, the lore. I think, I think two episodes is what we are going to rate this one at. So it is a kawaii success, a kawaii desu thumbs up and a two episoder on the three episode scale so that is our definitive opinion on chainsaw man it's so good you guys um so uh now that we've decided that someone should definitely go ahead and watch chainsaw man uh give it two episodes uh a minimum to get hooked what about once they are hooked what is the perfect follow-up series for someone whose first anime is chainsaw man um honestly i probably would immediately suggest jujitsu uh jujitsu kaisen yeah i completely agree that's what i had written down as well i think there's no better precursor or follow-up than jujitsu kaisen i think they are 
uh, I think Hell's Paradise, again, is part of that tri- that trifecta, and it's an important part of that conversation. But I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man are, like, the siblings, you know? Yeah. And Hell's Paradise is, like, their cousin. Right. They're like, can I can I spend the night? And they're close with their cousin, don't get me wrong. But Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen live in the same house. Right. So, yeah, for a perfect follow-up series, we would recommend Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. Cue me with the sunglasses. <laughs> Cue me with the sunglasses. Well, we've gotten so many different uh, guides, information, so many things out of the way. Think there's only one thing left to do. And it's time for Is There an AMV for That? AMV Anime Music Videos Is there an AMV for that? Now you might be wondering, how are you guys going to do this without uh, a third host? We are going to start going head to head. Skylar and I are each going to select uh, an AMV. We're going to search it for each other. And uh, we are going to start collecting these points. These points, guess what, are actually going to start to matter now. Uh, And at the end of each season, whoever gets the most points gets bragging rights. Um, (laughs) So... Why don't we kick it off? Skylar, who did you pick for Chainsaw Man? Listen, I don't think there will be an AMV for mine, but I really wish there was. Um, But I went with Tear You Apart by She Wants Revenge. All right, Skylar. Fortunately, but unfortunately, there is an edit to Tear You Apart for Chainsaw Man, but it is for the manga, which, as we have established, is a one-point deduction, so that is going to be two points. Hey, it's in better the than the zero I thought I was going to get. It's two points in the book for you. It is specifically a Reze and Denji edit. That makes so much fucking sense. So, PJ, what did you go with? All right. So, I don't. I think this is um, uh, not a long shot by any means, but I'm trying to um, go a little subversive in the choice that I make. So, I did go with Linkin Park, which I know can be easy, but I did not go with any of the staples. I did not go with Numb or Crawling. I'm going with Points of Authority by Linkin Park. Ah, oh, PJ, I'm so sorry. Uh, there actually is not. Um, there's Damn. not one for this song. There are several for Linkin Park, yes. though. So, um, two that's points. two points. Yeah. Woo! Dang, I was really hoping, because Points of Authority... Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever watched the music video for Points of Authority, but it's fucking buck wild. Uh, and it, and it, for some reason, it just gave me uh, Lincoln Park, uh, gave me Chainsaw Man vibes. Like in retrospect, as I was thinking about it, like the weird CG, like Battlefield stuff. But clearly, no one else fails that way. Um, but you know what? That's totally fine. We both end up with two points, so we are currently tied for the series. But we'll see how long that lasts as we continue through our AMV challenge. Obviously, can't wait to see the finale. With that said, it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus round. PJ, Skylar, yes me? Do you think that there's an AMV for Chainsaw Man of Evanescence, Bring Me to Life? I mean, yes. I do, yeah, I agree. I also think that. Uh, and uh, searching it now, there are a, a dummy amount. Yeah, so. Uh, so yes, yes. The answer is yes, of course. There's uh, There are AMVs for Evanescence, Bring Me to Life, too. One of the most popular uh, dark animes of the age right now. Bringing us 
both to three. Yes. Well, uh, three points in the book. A do recommend a Kawhi does you thumbs up. A Kawhi success. Two episodes on the three episode scale. So many more things to, to disclose here at the end of the episode these days. Um, and a follow up recommendation of Jujutsu Kaisen. All of that said, we hope you guys enjoyed this. This is our first episode back. We're trying obviously a lot of format changes. Uh, it's just Skylar and I, you know, and hopefully you guys like that. We have a lot of fun recording it. Hopefully you guys have a lot of fun listening. Yes. And we are completely open to any and all feedback. Yeah. If you guys uh, want us to expand any of the new segments or go back to some of the old ones or change stuff up, like we are not married to any of this, but we are excited about all of this. So we hope you're liking it because we're liking it. But obviously we are here for y'all. But that said... I hope you guys had a good time, a fun time. But more importantly, I hope you guys had a drinking so much you vomit into someone else's mouth time. A, oh no, my heart is a chainsaw dog time. Um, (laughs) Time. (laughs) But until next time, we hope your weight isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. And we'll start seeing you around a whole heck of a lot more. Bye, everyone. Bye.